0: If the NFL season snuck up on you and you forgot to do NFL fantasy, there's no better time to check out the Daily Fantasy on Underdog Fantasy. Sign up with promo code JNR and receive up to a $100 deposit match for new users. They have awesome Daily Fantasy specials. They have pickums. Check it out. It's a lot of fun, and it is the place to do fantasy this NFL season. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the JR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by Ronnie, a.k.a. Mr. Clutch, on the podcast. How are you doing yeah, today, Ronnie? Yeah, Mr.
1: Clutch, that's better. That's better well, than the new guy from well, last time.
0: <laughs> we call you Mr. Clutch because you've burned out more clutches than anybody else in the history of, of driving. Actually, that's not true. I would say – I was thinking about this today – if I was gonna needed somebody to drive an automatic, I think you'd be number two. Like you'd be the second choice that I would have.
1: <laughs> I thought I was clutch because if you need somebody that's you can guarantee is going to stumble over their words, I'm clutch in that situation.
0: <laughs> I, you are. But I also think you could replace a clutch if I needed that as well. So yep, I sure can. If you ever, if this whole podcast thing doesn't work out, you can open up uh, Mr. Clutch, yeah, the the auto shop and, and be good from there. But do you actually know whose nickname is Mr. Clutch?
1: Hmm. I don't think it's Michael Jordan, but it's kind of to be go someone. Way back in time, really farther than that. Uh, farther than that, yes. I have no clue. Oscar Robertson. I'll give you.
0: I'll give you a couple of hints. He is a Laker player. He's only played on the Lakers. Kareem
1: Abdul-Jabbar.
0: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played on other teams, didn't he?
1: <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Didn't he? No, I, I think he I'm was gonna, all I'm the Lakers.
0: Uh he is not it is not Kareem Abdul Jabbar. He is the the rumor is the logo is based off of this player.
1: A Lakers logo?
0: No, no, not the Lakers logo, the NBA logo.
1: Oh, oh. I I forget who that guy is, but okay, I know who you're talking about now. I don't know Jerry West. Yeah, Jerry right. West is
0: allegedly Mr. Clutch, huh. and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar played on the Milwaukee Bucks originally before going to the Lakers. So, oh,
1: okay, I didn't Double know
0: wrong to start off the podcast. <laughs> Way to go, Ronnie. Clutch. No longer Mr. Clutch. <laughs> Way to be Clutch on that one. Uh, this is episode 126. We are going to do our breakdown of the best and the worst in the West, go over the records from last year, and then we're going to do a, an NBA recast of Ronnie probably favorite movie is it's, it your favorite movie
1: it's tied up my, my favorite is tied with that movie or Deadpool 2 <laughs> okay Deadpool 2
0: it's random <laughs> uh, that's going to be Dumb and Dumber so we're going to do an NBA recast of Dumb and Dumber this is where we take current NBA players and we put them in the movie based off how we think the characters would be and how they would act and, and we kind of go from there but first we have to do the news so Ronnie hit us with the news
1: All right. So first, we're going to start with Wemben Yama. So he wants to suit up for his his home in France for the Paris Olympics coming up. Um, I didn't know this, but you said the Paris Olympics are coming up within the year. So like what is 300 something days, right?
0: There was was an ad today that said 306 days, Paris 2024. And everyone in my house got excited about it. (laughs) Yeah. Except for me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. I was wondering how you felt about that. Because yeah, you don't like FIBA at all. So like Do you you watch any Olympic sport at all? Like, is there one sport that you look forward to watching at all? I watch the Olympics.
0: I watch basketball in the Olympics. I like watching uh, track and field. Uh, Yeah, I watch the Olympics, but not like – I'm not obsessed with the Olympics. It's just like, oh, it's on. I'll I'll watch a couple of those. I'll I'll record some of that stuff. I actually really, really like rock climbing in the Olympics. I don't know if you've ever watched that. But these people are legitimately Spider-Man.
1: That was new last year, wasn't it?
0: I think it was new last year or maybe the year before that but yeah. it is fairly new.
1: But my favorite sport is women's gymnastics.
0: Okay. <laughs> is there a joke there? Cuz that's that's, no, lot, I just, that's my wife's
1: favorite. I just expect expected you to laugh at it cuz I don't know. <laughs> yeah, cuz you're perf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mr. clutch. No, it's just it's, it's actually very interesting to me and um, I I just I just like gymnastics in, in general too. Even watching the males do it they're like ridiculous too so I do like yeah. a gymnastics a lot. But, uh, yeah.
0: all right. So Victor Webiniana will be joining France. He, he wants to join France. I can't imagine they say no, if he wants to do it.
1: Yeah. It yeah. Would be, he, it would be weird if they he did. was talking about how France, they had a poor showing at the world cup last month, you know, so he didn't play for that. Um, he really kind of wants to bring France up, you know, and have a chance at the, at any medal really, you know, so that, that's kind of cool to see. Um, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see him in the Olympics too, even though he's so young and everything. So hopefully he can help France and Maybe they could win a bronze or silver medal because you know USA is going to win first. Yeah, right? USA is going to win gold. They yep. got to. They, they better. But they they've proved us wrong before. So the Nuggets, uh, with Jamal Murray, so he wants to bring the Larry O'Brien Trophy to his hometown of Kitchener, Ontario, and that has been dashed. So oh no, he
0: can't bring it home.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they're basically That's sad. the Nuggets are not letting him. He says the owners have had it on. Un- had it under lock and key since he won and no players or staff are allowed to take it anywhere. And okay, that's... okay.
0: So it's not just Jamal Murray. No one's been allowed to take it every, anywhere.
1: Right. Okay, well,
0: so that that's way different. That's It's not like, hey, I want to take it to my home. No, no way. Not that dumb. Yeah. No one's allowed to take it anywhere.
1: Yeah, but he, he promised his hometown that he was going to bring it there, you know? he He's basically like, don't I'll, I'll bring it, guys. And then, yeah, it's kind of like making him a liar. But... I don't know, it's, you know how they do with the Stanley Cup. You know, they they the Stanley Cup gets shipped everywhere. You know, I've even oh, yeah. had the Stanley Cup at my previous job. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. They, like that's cool. So, Did you touch it? Well, no, I actually I didn't even go to see to, it. No. Well, are you kidding me? You could. You. I know, right? You could go take a picture with it and everything. And I was really busy at work that day, so I forgot that it was there. It was you're sent right. in the emails, but. I was like, oh yeah, and then That's they cool. brought it a different day, and I forgot that day too. I was like, oh whatever, <laughs> screw it. Obviously, but yeah, I every don't care player is allowed to
0: spend a day with the Stanley Cup in hockey. If you if you're on the winning team, you you get it for the day, and you can do whatever you want. That thing's been found in the bottom of swimming pools. <laughs> it's had God knows what drinking out of it. It's it's famously been it's famously seen some stuff. Yeah, uh, but apparently they don't let you do that with the NBA trophy. That's interesting. The Larry O'Brien Trophy is. At least for the Nuggets, I guess it's their choice. It's yeah. it's locked up in a cabinet somewhere.
1: Don't you think it's like, don't don't they owe it to him, you know, because he's been hurt the last two years, you know, and I just feel like he could at least take it to his hometown and just, you know, show it her off a little bit. You know, I think he earned it, but I
0: don't know. I, I don't think they owe it to him, but I just think it's silly that they don't let their players have a chance to celebrate right. with their hometown, where they grew up, where they learned to play basketball, um, you know whether it be their their university, their high school, whatever the case might be. Yeah, I think that's kind of silly.
1: Yeah, that's their trophy. Like he earned it, and I think all the players should have a right to have it for a little bit. But I don't know. That would be disappointing if I earned a championship trophy and I can't even bring my trophy around. You know? Yeah. I mean, he was a definitely a big part of it. But Damian Lillard is in the news again. Um, they-
0: oh, Dame update. <laughs> <Yeah>. Brace yourselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're asking him uh, some questions about what team would he go to or stuff like that, and um, somebody brought up the Warriors, and he says. I lose every year before joining the Warriors, and it's you know, so I, weird. I was like, man, that's kind of like, yeah, that's that must hurt, you know? He says, I respect what they've been doing over the last eight or nine years or whatever, and I'm from there, obviously, that's home, but I can't go be part of that. He basically he just doesn't want to be kind of like a Kevin Durant type of deal, you know? They've won championships, and he wants to be with a decent team that that hasn't won, a, hasn't proven they're their, themselves champions with the current roster they have. Yeah, he wants to go to the Miami, and they've won champions and uh, championships in the past too. But that was Le- LeBron and uh, Dame so Wade. So he wants to talk earn it himself. about the hypocrisy. The yeah. Miami
0: Heat were in the NBA Finals last year. Yeah. They're not hurting. So he wants to go join that team, but not be like Kevin Durant, who yep. joined a championship caliber team.
1: Okay, that's exactly sense. what yeah. I was kind of get. I want I wanted to see if you're on check with me too, because that's how I kind of feel. But I understand his point, where it's like okay. Their current roster hasn't won a championship, with the the Heat, and uh now that Haslam's gone, you know there's nobody left on the team, yeah. right? But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I find that interesting that he he definitely doesn't want to go to the Warriors. He like hates that team. He doesn't want to win a championship on a team that's already proven themselves a championship team, championship caliber. So I don't know. Interesting. Okay.
0: Yeah, I heard that Miami wasn't even able to, like. Portland's not answering their calls when mm. they're trying to negotiate this trade. Yeah. I think Portland recognizes that Miami doesn't have the assets that they need. So they're just like, yeah, we're not even going to talk to you. But from Miami's perspective, it's like, hey, let's get a second or third or fourth, fifth team involved. Do what we need to do to make this trade happen. And Portland's just like, new phone, who dis? And not, yeah. not talking to them. So this is going to get stupid ugly before it gets around. The, the season's getting ready to start. Preseason is like... Two weeks away? Three weeks away? Yeah. So camps are going to be reporting soon. It's, this is going to get really tense and awkward, and I feel bad for the people of Portland for, for a lot of things, but uh, specifically for this.
1: Yeah, I know. It's poor poor people of Portland. They just need to get rid of that team, really. Yeah. Um, and then the Jazz was in the news, too. They're among four teams interested in acquiring Hero in a Lillard trade, too. So the four teams will be Utah Jazz, Chicago Bulls, Charlotte Hornets, and Brooklyn Nets. They're among potential teams willing to acquire the Miami Heat guard to help facilitate this multi team deal that would send Portland Trailblazers to star Dame Lillard to South Beach. And that was uh, sources told Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports. So, yeah. Who holds the power in that? Are, does Portland hold the
0: power because they have the player that everybody wants?
1: I or think does Miami they do. hold the
0: power? Well, do they really, though? Because what if everyone's like, no, we're not going to play ball with you? because you want too much then you're going to have a angry Damian Lillard who may or may not play for that team. So do you really win in that situation?
1: That's how I would feel as I was the opposing teams too. Like I I don't have to worry about this Portland team because Dame's not going to play hard for that team. He's not going to like do anything for them, so I'd rather and let them become be a dumpster there. fighter. Yeah, they
0: and that's almost uh, we've seen this happen with other other teams and players, but I always feel like the team that the player is currently on ends up holding the bag and, and getting kind of the screwed in the deal yeah. just because everyone knows you, you have to trade him.
1: Yeah. So and,
0: why would we give you top prospects or, or top billing when you have to trade him?
1: Right. Yeah. I, I don't think I get your point. And yeah, I just, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have anything else to add to it, but I a hundred percent agree. Yep. We have the New York Knicks uh, owner. Uh, this guy's name, James Dolan. He was in the news. I don't. I kind of don't understand why it made the news, but I still want to talk about it. He says, "I it's don't."
0: It's The off season and everything makes the. <laughs> I guess <laughs> if so. It's basketball adjacent.
1: He was quoted saying, "I don't really like owning teams, and just the fact that he's the <laughs> owner of the Knicks and the Rangers, New York Rangers. You know, it's just kind of weird to hear that from your owner. You know, like that's not something that you want to hear your owner say. And then it makes me think, like if if I was playing for him, how would I feel as a player too? Like I don't want to win this guy a championship. He doesn't even like care about us. You know, he doesn't." He doesn't like owning a team, so um he's 68 years old. He's held his current position since 1999. The Knicks fans have haven't been shy of showing uh, showing their voices or displeasure about him either. To you know, they always show they're holding up signs and everything of that. You know, new ownership sell the team stuff like that, and then those people get kicked out of the arena because he's basically like that's that's disrespectful <laughs> yeah. to the to the people that work for the company and everything. So I don't know. What he, do you, any thoughts on this? He's been
0: the owner for he's been the owner for 24 years. In that time, they've made the playoffs eight times and only advanced out of the first round three times. So they've made yeah. it out of the first round three times in 24 years. In a in New York, you know, New York and L A are, are supposed to be premier destinations for teams, and I think he just kind of smashed that into the ground. Right. Uh, yeah, I think it's terrible. I, I think he's a crappy owner if if this team consistently is bad, and you know, he has to hire people to to run the organization. He's not obviously doing it, but. Yeah, I think fans have a right to be upset and and want a new owner, but mm-hmm. I guess he could say that. I mean, what's the st- I don't know what he expected. When you own a team, what do you expect? Yeah. What what are, what are you hoping that you're going to like they're going to be like, "Oh man, we're we're down three players. James, Dolan, we need <laughs> you to suit up." And he's like, "Finally." I mean, I don't understand what he's what he thought being an owner was like. Yeah. So.
1: Well, the good news is that he owns the Knicks, so and he's held them for 24 years, so I'm sure there's a a big profit they may made there too. Igadala doesn't think he's a hall of famer. He says, "I agree." And <laughs> you're like, quickly agree. Yep, yeah. But he's won four championships with this team and everything. But he doesn't consider himself a hall of famer. I kind of thought you would think that, but he has won four championships with him. He did help. I remember the first one. He was one of the best people on the team. One of the best uh, best centers in the league at the time. But yeah, uh, I know he's a little older now, but. All right, I think this is the last one I got. So Jason Kigg, for the head coach for the Mavs, he said the center spot is up for grabs, and he says for rookie Lively to get the first look. Um, I kind of found this interesting that the center spot is open because they have Luca and Kyrie They don't Irving. play a center spot, right? Yeah, that's the yeah exactly. So they don't actually have a— That's the other a, thing they they to that, too. They play three forwards, yeah. He, he says fellow rookie Oliver Maxence Prosper will most likely get a shot in the starting lineup during the preseason, too. So Yeah,
0: I mean it's who cares? <laughs> Sorry,
1: Ronnie. <laughs> no, it's I, fine.
0: I mean, Javale McGee was cut because they they didn't play him. He's a legitimate center in this league. Christian Wood was their center. They let him go. They don't care about this position at all. Yeah, it's not about the. It's not about them. It's about the backcourt. So yeah. Yeah, but I think that's why they weren't any good because available. they
1: had some centers and they didn't play him and they should have. And yeah. I don't know.
0: They just don't play that style of, of, of basketball. It's 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 very weird that these two can coexist on the same team. We'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah. Very,
1: year, very weak news this this week, but that's all I got for news.
0: So let's do uh let's do
1: signings, waves
0: and trades.
1: All right, you got it. So the 76ers, it's reported they're expected to sign free agent Ubre to a one year deal. This is one of my favorite players in the league, Kelly Ubre Junior. Prettiest eyes of any NBA player out there, right? So he was he was one of the highest scorers remaining in the market. He averaged 20.3 points per game last season with the Charlotte Hornets. So this could be a very important signing for the 76ers. That that's huge. I, I think that's He's a an excellent defender too. He's a little shaky at the three-point line, but I I think this is a big signing for the 76ers. This this could be what they need to be one of those top teams in the East and maybe potentially a finals team too. What do you think?
0: I think it's a fine signing. I I think you have bigger problems there with the whole James Harden drama. Uh, But yes, if you're going to win a championship, you need deaf players off the bench, and he would be one of those deaf players off the bench.
1: Yeah, he was just so good on the Suns, and I saw a lot of potential. He's very athletic, so I I know I say stupid stuff like his eyes are pretty and everything, but he truly is a really good player, so I'm I'm excited to see that signing too for those guys. Um, Also, we mentioned Dwight Howard might sign for the Golden State Warriors. Well, now he's not expected to sign with them. So there was a source that said that he's he's not going to be signed. The Golden State Warriors basically just said, no, we might see him sign with another team once the season starts. But yeah, there's uh, he's not going to go to that team anymore.
0: I think it sort of depends on his interest level. Right now, he's interested in returning to the NBA, but who knows what next week will look like for Dwight Howard.
1: Yeah. And that's all—not not not much with the signings and trades, nothing like that. Just a—that's uh, all we got. It's just a, a short one there.
0: All right. Well, that takes us into this is going to be week four of our going through all the teams, what they do, how do we think they're going to do. And last week, if you haven't heard it, check out the podcast. We listened. To, we we did the best and the worst of the East. This week, we're doing the best and the worst of the West. So we're going to cover the Denver Nuggets, the Memphis Grizzlies the Portland Trailblazers, the Houston Rockets, and the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Ronnie, I'll hand it to you first with the, let's do the Nuggets.
1: Yep. Yeah, we're going to start with the first team, the team that won the championship. So the Denver Nuggets last year, they were 53-29. and Oh, 29. you remember
0: that this week. Because last <laughs> week you couldn't remember who won the NBA championship.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got the Denver Nuggets here. They were 53-29. and 29. They won the championship last year. They beat the Wolves, the Suns, the Lakers, and the Heat to get there. This year, they made a few changes, not too many. So the players that are out is Bruce Brown. He went to Indiana. Thomas Bryant to Miami. Jeff Green to Houston. Jack White to Oklahoma City. And Ish Smith. That players they added was Justin Holiday from Dallas. Jay Huff from Washington. Brexton Key. Brexton Key was a G-leaguer. And then uh, we have three rookies. Jalen Pickett, Julian Strother, and Hunter Tyson. Jeff Kings has has his team set to be first again at a plus four seventy five. Yeah. I mean, their their starting lineup is still Jamal Murray, Caldwell Pope, Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon, and Nikolai Jokic. So, I I I would agree with this for the West. I mean, I don't. I kind of feel like they might meet the Celtics in the finals. That would be my earlier prediction. But yeah, I just I don't. I mean. It's, as long as they're healthy, they've proven themselves that once they're healthy, they're an unbeatable team. They're the world champions. So I can't see how they're going to lose with the additions that they did either, too. I feel like they added more to it with these, these other rookies and the free agents.
0: Yeah, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown was a big loss. He was extremely impactful off the bench, especially a couple of those games in the playoffs. But he's not like the catalyst of the team. So I agree. I'm I, no shock that DraftKings has them as most likely to win. Uh, the questions I have when, I, when I'm thinking about this team is, can they remain healthy? You know, we've seen Jamal Murray miss the playoffs time and time again. When he is healthy, they win championships. Mm-hmm. Will he be able to remain healthy? And then I have a Shakespearean quote for you, <laughs> and that is, heavy is the head that wears the crown. They're not going to sneak up. This is a game people are going to circle on their calendars, yep. and you want to take down – hey, we just beat the champ. You, when a coach is trying to send a message to his young team, go out there and give it everything you got against this team. And then you come back and say, guys, we just beat the champs. We could be NBA champs. We just beat the champs. So that's going to be that's gonna be wearing on this team. Every game is, is a highlight game for the other team. Yeah. So they're going to have their work cut out for them. I don't know if they'll have the best record in the West – but I, I do believe they will be the best team in the West. And if everyone stays healthy, we'll absolutely be in the championship again.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's no reason to make any changes when everything worked last year. Um, they, the Bucks yep. were kind of one of those teams though where they didn't make any changes, but they had some injuries, so they didn't make it to the finals again. I think if they were healthy, they would have. And I think it's the same thing to say with the Nuggets. You know, if they're as... Whatever team is healthy, they could have potential in making the finals. Okay. Next, we'll go to the Grizzlies.
0: Memphis Grizzlies 51 and 31. They were second in the West. And uh they they, they kind of got embarrassed in the first round, I think, against the Lakers. They were yep. out in the first round, they lost to the Lakers four to two. This team is a mess.
1: Yeah, they so they got rid of Dylan Brooks, he went to Houston, Tyus, Tyus Jones to Washington, and then they added Josh Christopher from Houston, Shaquille Harrison from Lakers, Derek Rose from New York. Marcus Smart from Boston, Isaiah Todd, Washington, G.G. Jackson, rookie, and the Draft Kings have this team at 11th, projected to be 11th at plus 2800. And their starting lineup right now is Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, John Conchar, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Steven Adams. I like that starting lineup. I like it a lot, actually. And it's kind of interesting that I don't. I mean, John Morant is not taking this, the starting point guard position because he's suspended. I was to say
0: suspended for twenty five games. Yeah, twenty four games. Right. I don't remember what. what it is. it? Twenty five games.
1: I. I don't. I, I. I mean, this team is good without John Morant. I think you know they. They played excellent without him, and when he comes back, I wonder who's going to be the point guard. Is this going to be one of those messes where there is going to be like a Luca and Kyrie Irving situation where they just it ends up. Not working in their favor, I wonder who's going to be like the shooting guard who's gonna move over to that position but yeah
0: yeah it's it's gonna be interesting because you know i I think they clearly brought in Derek Rose not because he's great at playing basketball at this point in his career but because they want somebody to kind of try to mentor Jaw and help Jaw make good choices mm-hmm. because they're they're all in on Jaw and they need to be if they want to win, but they need someone to kind of lack a of better word babysit him. Uh, Marcus Smart is sort of an insurance policy for that. Marcus Smart, you know, was his defensive player of the year not that long ago. He is, he's a good point guard, but he's not a scoring point guard. Yeah. So I think that's where you can, they can maybe coexist is with Marcus Smart on the court as well as, as jaw. It's because they play such different ways of playing, playing, being, uh, being guards in the league. So that, that the questions I have for this team, you know, the first one is what's up with jaw? What kind of jaw is going to show up? Is he going to be interested? Is he just going to be defeated by all all the suspension and and rumors and talk? Twenty five games is a big chunk of the season. Yeah. I think this team ultimately eleventh sounds about right. I think they're certainly going to take a drop in the standings. They're not going to be second this time around. They're still a playoff team, and I think they eleventh overall. What what DraftKings is saying is is probably about right. I, I would picture them fourth somewhere in the West, fourth or fifth in the West, maybe.
1: That's what I was going to say so it has them nice as 11th overall, but yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like fourth overall in the Western Conference. I don't think they're going to be close to 11th. I think they'd be, they'll be still be one of the better teams out there. And I wonder if they're setting themselves up for some sort of trade for John Morant. Maybe they want to get rid of him and maybe that's why they added Marcus Smart. I think they're kind of leaning towards that. That's just what I personally think. And maybe that's because of some of these rumors I read too. Like there's a rumor here that's saying John Morant might be trying to go do like a San Antonio Spurs trade. that might, That might be blooming on the horizon. I, I think that'd be kind of interesting, and I think that kind of works out, too. I, I like the sound of Rat going to the Spurs, too, and teaming up with Um Also, there's the Grizzlies are trying to acquire Anobi from the Toronto Raptors in a blockbuster trade deal, possibly. L.A. Lakers and DeAngelo Russell. There's been trades about that, or talks about that. And then Pascal Siakam. I think that's been beat to death with Pascal. You know, He's going to every team, supposedly. <laughs> and yeah. then... Uh, Rice O'Neal and a pro pros trade, yep those those are the big ones out there, but uh, yeah, I, I like the one of John Morant going to the Spurs the most. I don't know what the yeah, Spurs would give to the Grizzlies, but happen. yeah, I, I don't think it's going to have. But just I just some I think interesting. It's kind rumors.
0: of untradeable at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, let's switch gears and let's talk about the worst teams in the West. Uh, starting with the Blazers, the Portland Trail Blazers—they were thirty-four, thirty-three and forty-nine last year. They were thirteenth in the West. Uh, you probably have some of the ins and outs. The one that jumped out to me was just Scoot Henderson, but I'll, I'll let you give the full list yep. there.
1: The outs were Drew Eubanks, who went to Phoenix; Cam Reddish, LA Lakers; traded Watford, Brooklyn; uh, Jonathan, I'm sorry, Jonathan Williams to Houston, and then Justice Winslow. So they got rid of them. The ends are Moses Brown, Ashton Haggins, Scoot Henderson, Chris Murray rookies. So they have three rookies, Chris Murray and Rayan Rupert, a rookie. DraftKings has this team to be 24th at plus 25,000. So still projected to be a pretty bad team. Their starters yeah, are, really team. are Dame, Scoot Henderson, Nazir Little, Jeremy Grant, and, uh, Joseph, Joseph, Joseph Nukitch. Nurkic, sorry.
0: It's so good, Ronnie. We're all proud of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, his name is uh, his first name is J U S U F. So I, I wanted to say Joseph, but it's not. It's Joseph. Yeah.
0: Uh This is a bad team. Uh, that's what I have in my notes here. This is a bad team. Even if even if Dame stays on this team, it's a bad team. Uh, do they trade Dame? Dame? Obviously, they want to. What do they get back of that trade? Are they going to get raked? This mm-hmm. is a bad team. They're going to be a bad team for quite some time. Scoot Henderson, I think, was the number two overall pick. Very talented basketball player, but he he's he's not LeBron. He's not Victor Wemenyama. He's not going to change this team around as quickly as as those sort of guys will. So yeah. this is going to be rough couple of years for the Blazers.
1: All right. So we're next to the Rockets. So their record last year was 22 and 60. They were 14th in the Western Conference. They got rid of Josh Christopher. He went to Memphis. Usman, Garubu, to uh, Golden State Warriors, KJ Martin Jr., to LA Clippers. Daishin Nix to Minnesota, Tai Tai Washington-Milwaukee, DJ Augustine, Willie Kali stein and Frank Kaminsky. So a lot of outs. Rockets need to make some changes. They made a lot of changes. Their ins are Dylan Brooks from Memphis, Jeff Green, Denver, Aaron Holiday, Atlanta, Jacques Landale, phoenix Fred Van Fanfleet, Toronto, Jeanethan Williams, Portland, Nate Hinton, Cleveland, Jermaine Samuels, rookie, Amon Thompson, rookie, Cam Whitmore, rookie. That's it. <laughs> and then Jeff Kings has him to be 27th still plus $40,000 or 40000 So even though they made all these changes, yeah. it doesn't help them according to well, Jeff Kings. Did
0: it make it, there, there was a couple of good players that came in. You know, Dylan Brooks, if you can keep him under control, is a mm-hmm. good basketball player. Fred Van Vliet. I keep saying fleet with an F. Fred <laughs> Van Vliet yeah. is a good player. Uh, Amon Thompson, you know, if you believe the hype, he's going to be a star in this league and even Aaron Holiday to a certain extent is is certainly good additions to this team. Uh, they have a good coach. Ime Odoku is now their head coach. He was the former Celtics coach. He's a player friendly coach. He got the most out of those guys in Boston. Now Boston was very talented. Yeah. But you still have, you know, old and young playing together and stuff. if any coach could do it. I would say I or or Monty are, are probably the top two coaches in, in that regard of turning a team around. Yeah. So he certainly has his work cut out for them. Uh my notes here I have this is still a bad team, but they will be better. They won twenty two games last year. I would say thirty-five is probably doable this year, just based off the additions. But thirty-five wins. Oh, okay. So that's better, but it's not like lighting the world on fire better
1: yeah i feel like they might move up like two spots you know i, I feel like there's a team that i don't exactly. know that's going to get worse but yeah I, their starting lineup isn't bad fred van vliet jalen green dylan brooks jabari smith and Alperine sangun i i kind of like that starting lineup there's a lot of names that i'm familiar with there and i'm i'm pretty excited to watch them bobans on this team
0: jabari smith jabari smith is who we saw in summer league who just lit it up that one year.
1: yeah yeah
0: so yeah, he's he's certainly going to get better. I think this is his, his second year now, so will he have a sophomore slump or will he get better? hopefully hopefully he gets better. The worst team in the West, the San Antonio Spurs, 22 and 60, actually the same record as the Rockets uh, they're considered last in the West. but they won the draft lottery. <laughs> they won it, they drafted it they drafted yeah. uh, allegedly the best prospect of all time, Victor Wimanyama. Uh, he's the big player that comes in. The other name I recognize is Reggie Bullock. Um, you want to do the full breakdown?
1: Yeah. So they got rid of Keita Bates Diop from Phoenix, or he went to Phoenix, Romeo Langford to Utah, and Georgiou DeYang. And then they added Reggie Bullock, Dallas, uh, CD Osman for Cleveland, City Sizoko, he's a rookie, Seth Milner, rookie, Sir Jabari Rice, rookie, and Victor Wembanyama. So DraftKings has this team at twenty second place plus twenty thousand. I mean, they have Popovich, right? So I think that there's a lot of potential here. They just he needs to coach him up, and I don't know what they're going to end up being. Let me go over the starting lineup. So they got Trey Jones, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson, Jeremy Sokan, Sochan, 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 and then Wembenyama.
0: Yeah, that's a good starting lineup. It's a young starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the question I had for this team was. What is the team's potential when they're not tanking? Obviously, last year was a tank job. They won 22 games. I think the team that they had on the court was more talented than that. I think that they were intentionally (laughs) losing games. Yeah. So you take that out of the equation. You suspect if Victor Webinyama gets hurt early in the season, then maybe they go back to that. But I think this team is certainly going to be better. Twenty uh, second that puts them right about where I have them. I, I see them as a potential playoff team, certainly competing for the play in game, play in tournament as the season comes to an end. They're mm-hmm. going to be better. I I think that I don't think last year was a fair representation of what they're actually what their actual talent is.
1: Yeah, yeah i I think that that's an accurate ranking. Twenty second sounds good. When you get all these fresh players, even with the Wembenyama being the you know prodigy that he is, or whatever. <laughs> I I think that, yeah, they're going to be a bad team still. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but they have potential. They have something to build on at least. So we'll see what happens next year after they have one year under their belt.
0: Sounds good. So that is the best and the worst of the West. So let's now move on to our Hollywood recasts This is where we take movies that we like and we recast them with NBA players, current NBA players, and uh, we try to make the best movie, or at least the movie that we want to make, it may not be the best, uh, with those with those players. So, Ronnie, you were driving the, the show this week as far as picking the movie. Uh, so tell yes, us the sir. movie, tell us why you picked it, and tell us which characters we are casting.
1: Yes, yeah, so we picked Dumb and Dumber. This is just one of my most favorite movies. I think it was released in 93. Um, it's a, a story about Harry and Lloyd, two best friends, who basically... Uh this guy Lloyd he's a limo driver and he he sets eyes on this girl named Mary. She leaves her brief, briefcase at the airport and that's basically the whole story is him trying to find her to locate her to just to give her back her briefcase because he fell in love with her and he just is looking for any excuse to to see her again. So they drive all the way across the country in their and their dog van and they they eventually find her and then uh on their way though there's a bunch of hijinks that happen of course that just cracked me up so yeah, so I want to recast a, a few characters in the movie. We'll start with Lloyd and Harry, the the main characters. Um, I'm gonna. Do you want me to start oh, off first?
0: Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. So just tell us all of the characters that we're recasting. Okay, I guess. you got it. Okay,
1: just, so yeah. first we're gonna do Lloyd. He was played by Jim Carrey. Um, we're, we'll go over him and then his partner Harry, which is uh, what's his name, Jeff Daniels. <laughs> and then there's a, a bad guy in the movie. Um, this guy. The bad guy in this movie is the one that ate the hamburger at the hamburger shop, and then he ended up choking because they put some things in his burger, so we'll recast him. There was a scene with a guy named Seabass. I I thought of an NBA player that would be a perfect Seabass in this movie. And then lastly, I want to recast the kid in the wheelchair, Billy. He was a blind kid in the wheelchair that they sold a dead bird to. I (laughs) I have a really good... Good thing to recast Billy as. So yeah, we're gonna okay. recast all those players. Do you want to go first? So when you first I just want to say when you first pitch this to me
0: and you're like the guy that ate the burger and died, and I was like, Ronnie, we he doesn't even have a name. How are we gonna do this? So if if you haven't gathered it yet, I was not for this movie. I like this movie, not as much as Ronnie. Uh, I just I just struggled with it and I, I took my, my anger out on Ronnie yeah. uh, for that reason. But there was two scenes with Seabass, wasn't there? Wasn't there, the, there you know, was. the diner scene? And then there was a random bathroom encounter. And Is that that's why I want to recast it. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. So I, I, I do everything differently than you. So I have my Harry and Lloyd as a package. You still want me to go or do you want to do yours first?
1: Uh, go ahead. You go first.
0: Okay, so my Harry and Lloyd, again, I went with teammates just like I do when you have like a team of that. And I went with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah. Um, Not because they're they're going to be dumb. I think they're actually very intelligent, but they're just kind of goofballs. And I feel like they would have a good time in this role. They would have a lot. They wouldn't take it so serious, specifically Steph, after watching the documentary and watching him on Hot Ones and some of the other stuff. He just seems like a very down-to-earth guy who I think would just have a lot of fun with that. Uh, I think yep. Clay could get into that spirit, but I, I think that they would look hilarious in those ridiculous tuxedos. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I think I think they would make a good a good team on the screen as as Harry and Lloyd.
1: Yeah, no, that would be a good do. I, I think they would have lots of fun together. And yeah, they've yeah. Just kind of feeding off of each other, you know, just like they do on the court. I could see that like on screen too. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You got a good pick. I like that one. Okay, so I'll start with Lloyd. So Lloyd is basically like the dumbest guy, um, I imagine this as like the dumbest guy on the court too. So Lloyd, he he just like, he barely passes off as human. I think, you know, he just barely gets through life and everything. <laughs> just like um, this. still alive. Yeah. Just, yeah. just like this basketball player barely gets on the court and off because he just, he sucks at basketball so much and everything. So my Lloyd for dumb and dumber would be Alex Len because he barely passes as a basketball player on the court. I don't think he should have been drafted in the league. I think he's a horrible player. I don't understand why he's still in the league. He should be, I, I predict he'll be out pretty soon. So, And also he almost has a, a Lloyd Christmas haircut too. Alex Lin does. So I, <laughs> I was right, like, I, that's going to be my pick there. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, who's going to be his partner? Who's going to be his Harry? And really the only reason I'm picking this guy is because he has a head of hair that just like, I love, I want to run my fingers out because it's so messy and nasty. And he's a big guy too, just like Alex. And I think they'd be perfect together. And he's a funny character. He would back him up really good. Robin Lopez. I love Robin Lopez. I love that that caveman look he has and everything like that. He has Harry's hair. It's just all over the place. It's a mess. I think these two together in a van just jumping it over the edge, you know, just like ramping over things and everything. Those are my two main characters, Alex Lynn and Robin Lopez. I want to see those two together. They're both kind of dumb and corky too, so I think watching a movie with them would be hilarious.
0: All right. Well, that's not too shabby. Uh so Joe, I think is the guy's name who eats the burger, right? Yep. That's what that's what you told me. You're correct. And my sea bass are related. So I want to oh, do okay. those as a pair, if that's okay. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna start with sea bass. Sea bass is you know, he thinks he's winning because, you know, he's getting them to buy beers, or he thinks he's he's getting lucky in the bathroom. They're always thinking that they're gonna have success- or he's always thinking that they're gonna have success, but inevitably it goes wrong because I think Harry's foot was on fire when he ran into the bathroom, uh, and then they got duped into buying you know the meals for those guys. So I went with the Los Angeles Clippers, who on paper always have such a stellar chance of winning the championship. They're always that. oh yeah, this team's going to be competing, and then boom, they're out. Boom, somebody gets hurt. Boom, something happens, and they're just out of the game, out of the series. So I I went with the Clippers for that, since just the sort of the team. the, the Eeyore, yeah the whole team
1: <laughs> the ownership. And Definitely,
0: on? definitely cheated on this one. I, I recognize that. No, but just the I, Clippers, I understand. The spirit of the Clippers yes. uh, embodies Seabass in the sense that, yeah, it makes sense what they're doing, but it's it's not going to work out because if something just absolutely ridiculous or absurd is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and Joe being the older guy who also has a similar track record, right? You know, he, he catches these guys. They're not the master criminals, he thought. But because they're trying to prank him, he eats a burger and dies. <laughs> I went with Clippers head coach, Ty Lue, who oh, running yeah. the show and just, no matter what he does, he just can't control the shenanigans happening around him. He can't control the environment and ultimately uh, ends up, going home early out of the out of the playoffs. So, Tyloo and the Los Angeles Clippers are my Joe and Seabass, respectively.
1: Seabass is a Clippers. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the entire nice. team. Yeah.
0: That's the whole team. They'll be at that table. I guess you got to have one person in charge. Yeah. Maybe it's Kawhi. Uh It'll who just is be the Clippers C-Bass, logo, they, the,
1: the Clippers mascot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Something like that. So, yeah, that's, that's the hard luck Clippers. Yep. Uh they they fit the bill.
1: I like it, even though it's. I don't like you really picking the Clippers, but you made it work. I, I somehow like it still. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the bad guy Joe, the guy that ate the burger, right? He remi- so do you remember the scene in the burger? you do remember the scene when he was in the burger yeah, place? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they put, Lloyd, like they, spicy peppers. Yeah, they start or hiding the yeah. peppers in the burger and everything, and and then he finally learns that he was after these guys a whole entire time, and then right before he takes a bite of the burger, he says. Talk about being in the wrong place at the wrong time, and I was like, "Man, <laughs> yeah. that you know who that reminds me of? That's Chris Paul right there, because Chris Paul is oh, always okay. in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's always been so close at championships. He's like, so close. yeah, he's he's just he's with this really good team, but you he, he just like it all started with the Clippers ownership, you know, and then they started throwing out the N word and everything like that. And then he got traded to just this horrible teams in a past two. He went to the Suns, but still. He gets injured. He's just always in the wrong place at the wrong time. So, the bad guy would be Chris Paul. He's a perfect fit for that reason. My Sea Bass. So, if you remember the movie, so they, it all started when Lloyd threw, oh no, Harry threw the salt shaker behind him and hit Sea Bass on the head. And then he got really, really mad at Harry, you know, he's biting his yep. burger. And then later on, they met up again where Lloyd was going to the restroom. And then he sees, he sees on uh, the just, red, yeah. the graffiti on the <laughs> wall he says, Meet me for a good time at two fifteen PM. He looks at his watch and he's like, Oh crap, it's two fifteen and then the music goes The door opens. Yep, the door the open, ends up being Seabass. Yeah. He's like, Oh my gosh, he just freaks out. Seabass and there's an extended cutscene of this too where you see like Seabass and his thong and everything like that, which is disgusting by the way. But I, I
0: like, had no idea that existed, and yep. I could have lived a happy life, knowing, <laughs> never knowing that.
1: I, uh, so, uh, of course, it's my favorite movie. So I got like the extended, extended version. They added up in all the deleted scenes, so it's like a three-hour movie, and I love it. Oh my goodness! But my CBS, mainly for the thong reason, is Dwight Howard. <laughs> so, I was like man that was the perfect oh, role for him you know because all these things that we were reading of him in the news and everything like that yeah oh man because you, I
0: suspected be, you were gonna go down because, that route
1: because well yeah you see Dwight Howard he's like this big huge guy you know he looks like he would punch you in the face and he's gotten mad before too on the court too but then you hear in the news his uh, his ways you know so it, that's just like he, if he would catch you in the bathroom he would he's that guy he's a perfect match for that Dwight Howard Chris, yeah so yeah <laughs>
0: Just a little bit just a little freaky. Yeah, exactly. thanks. Howard.
1: <laughs> but he'll deny it though.
0: <laughs> yeah, he'll deny it. <laughs> All right. I like that. That's a that's a good one. I, I suspected you were gonna go down that route when when you mentioned that uh when you mentioned that. So yes. that's that's fun. So Billy. Billy is the blind kid that they trick into Selling a dead bird to because they needed some money. Uh, so the way you sold the way, the way you twisted my arm and got me on board with this movie is who is in the NBA is so dumb that they would buy a dead bird yep. or that they could be tricked into buying a dead bird. So that is what I, I'm like, you know what? I could work with that. Yes. So this is the pick that, that made me accept this movie. Uh, and who I went with was your favorite player, Patrick Beverly. Yes. Um, He just jumps from team to team. He gets traded. He was traded multiple times in the last offseason. He has this belief that, hey, they're bringing me in. I can contribute to this team. I'm going to be part of this team. Just kidding. You're going to get traded. Exactly. Just kidding. We don't want you. Yep. Uh, he signed with the 76ers specifically to play with James Harden after Harden opted in to his contract. And then Harden doesn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I, I came here so I could play with James Harden. Tricked again into signing a contract for a team that probably doesn't really want him. So – yep. Patrick Beverly, you are my blind Billy from Dumb and Dumb.
1: Oh, that's so good. Thank you for picking him. I, I really appreciate it for that one. That just, that warms my heart, man. It's such a perfect pick. It's better than my pick, even, too. So thank you. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> Excellent. So, and I was thinking along the same lines, too. Who, who is going to be tricked into buying something that they weren't expecting, you know, like, right. so I was like, who, who is the person that's going to be holding that dead bird and petting it, <laughs> even though its head is duct tape and they're not yeah. going to notice it, too. So, I actually went kind of. I, could, I did something like you did. I picked the Washington Wizards. Now the reason I picked them okay. is because they signed Bradley Beal and that five-year, two hundred fifty-one million dollar deal in two thousand twenty-two. That's the reason I picked the the Washington Wizards because they spent all this money on this player that was supposed to, you know, lift them up and take them to the playoffs and everything like that. But they were tricked into buying the dead bird. So he, so they, <laughs> so they basically, yeah, they, I was like, that's, they're, they're the perfect Billy right there, um, just for so that reason. I
0: would, I would say, yes, but they traded Bradley Beal, right? So he's yeah. not on their team anymore. And so I would say they're still the dead, they're still Billy because now they have Jordan Poole. Yes. Who, who will not be that person. There either.
1: is an argument there, correct? You know, because the Wizards got Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, they, they got all these picks. They seriously got like 10 picks out of this deal, right? So you could say, well, you know, they got all of that, but no, still, the, the, my whole point is that they spent that $251 million contract five years on him, and it was just a wrong thing to do. Bradley Bill didn't work out. He wasn't even healthy or anything like that. So yeah, he didn't take him to the playoffs or anything, or did they? I don't think they did. But uh, yep, that's us. That's I pick for my Billy anyways. <laughs>
0: Okay. So you picked a full team, just like I picked a full team. So you can't give me too much crap for, uh, that's why I didn't mind it. Uh, I would curious to know who would you recast this movie with? Dumb and dumber. If you're a fan of the movie, what does your Hollywood NBA recast look like? Give us a call at the JNR fan line, 602. Nine three five eight three six eight. 8368 leave us a message of you could do the whole movie characters you could just do a specific character that you liked uh, but let us know how you would recast this movie and uh I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys on that front Ronnie do you yeah. got anything else
1: for today I think that's all they have Jonathan that's all just uh I mean next week we're going to go right. over week 5 um, who was that? What were we going to do for yeah. week five again? So next
0: week, we're we're doing Just Missed. So these are teams that weren't the bottom three. That's right. But they just missed the playing game. So in the West, we have the Jazz and the Mavericks. In the East, we have the Pacers and the Wizards. Uh, both of these teams have gone through, specifically the Wizards, quite a few facelifts and uh, personnel changes. So we'll be looking at, look at that, see if their changes make them better, make them worse. And we'll be doing our prediction for that. And uh, we'll think of something silly to do as well. Maybe, uh, Maybe we'll do another redraft. We'll have to discuss that after the show. But join us next week. Join us each and every week here on the JNR Basketball Podcast. Thanks, guys.